This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. This Saturday, January 14th, Odessa Brown Children's Clinic will host a free community event called Boys to Men, Arts, Creativity, Masculinity, and Mental Health as part of their Town Hall series. And with more to talk about the event is Dr. Max Hunter, Program Manager of Community Measurement and Innovation at Seattle Children's Odessa Brown's Children's Clinic, and author of the book, Speech is My Hammer, Black Male Literacy Narratives in the Age of Hip-Hop to Black Masculinity. Good morning, Dr. Hunter. Good morning. Thank you for having me. All right, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, first of all, uh, let's talk a little bit about the event and why you feel this is an important conversation to have in our community. Okay, so this Saturday we're going to have an event, yeah, as you uh in our creativity, masculinity, and mental health in the age of hip-hop. You know, um, I've been asked that question a lot about, you know, what, about the timing, and, you know, in terms of black males in America, I think any time in the 20th century would have been a good time to have this conversation, but particularly now in this city, um, for a couple of reasons. One is um, we see a rise across the board uh, in the need for mental health care and behavioral health care. Um, we just can't handle all the patients um, or the uh, needs of the local schools so, you know, there's a need for this mental health conversation on a number of levels. Two, I think in regards to hip-hop and the things within the and that we're going to discuss on Saturday, um, the situation with Devon Pickett, I think, characterizes that. So we have Devon, Devon who's, you know, uh, who, you know, functions, as I read him, under a hip-hop aesthetic doing things in a new way, part of the do-it-yourself mentality, the hip-hop generation, but also bringing together, bringing forward the, the culture and the ethos of um, and the values of the old Central District who succumbs to, um, allegedly succumbs to um, handgun violence at the hands of another black male who um, is his friend and an aspiring rapper from what I hear. So I just think you know, as we look at the healthcare needs and we look at just, um, I don't want to use negative terms, but, you know, some of the crises we're facing with black males in the U.S. and particularly in Seattle, this is an important time to have this conversation. Right. And uh, what about the, you know, the perceptions and myths of males, um, especially, like you said, in an age of hip-hop, in an age of uh, glorified athletics and things of that nature, um, as opposed to, uh, and you know, people who may be con uh, involved in other activities that might be uh, a little bit more um, artsy or what some consider maybe 
uh, for lack of a better term, to maybe uh, be soft or uh, have people uh, their masculinity, their inner strength, you know, or, or even talking about the industry that it takes to pursue an interest that is not what everybody else is pursuing at this point in time in society and that peer pressure that comes along with that. Yeah, so, you know, one of the reasons I, I, I wrote the book because of my own literacy uh, journey and because um, I, didn't, I grew up in a, I started school in L.A. even though I was born in San Diego, and I didn't really learn to how to read until I moved back home. Um, and uh, so I was, I was up like in a third grade or so. And, um, and it was at a time that, you know, there was a diversity of, uh, the diversity of the kind of black man that lived, black men that, uh, or in different masculinities, I should say, in the community. You know, you have black preachers, you had, uh, you know, the brother at the barbershop, the brother delivered the bread, uh, principals, uh, lawyers, dentists, doctors, and, no, and, and you know this hip hop gangster, I and mean, I'm thinking particularly of this gangster rap uh, motif uh, or approach the way masculinity is performed, which I grew up with. You, you and I know back in the day there was a uh, people who were involved in criminal activities or gang activities. That was a small portion of the black community, right? Very small portion. But there's this transformation, the distortion that comes with. Um, gangster rap in particular which suggests that um that hyper masculinity and violence and um social dominance are uh, a conspicuous consumption and um ostentation is the only way to be a man and maybe it doesn't suggest that outright is implied but developmentally a lot of our young men um are not mature enough to see that this is mere entertainment the other piece is, is as I started reading in the literature and read memoirs, there were black professors who were afraid to enter barbershops with books. Uh, Vershana Shate is in his book because he's, he was concerned that leave him as soft or sweet or gay in the pejorative sense, right? And so, you know, that that's troubling to me because I grew up in an era when uh, I, I went to Lincoln High School in San Diego for a little while. Marcus Allen came out of that school. Um, <laughs> he he was not soft, and there was a, and it was a football school, but there was a there was a lot of athletes, right? So this 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 um false narrative about you know that art and literature or being scholarly is is not masculine. It, it needs to be deconstructed and questioned and challenged, and I think now is the time to do that. Right. Um. Couple things. Uh, first of all, I believe, this, I believe this is a panel discussion um, that you guys right. have. Correct. All right. And uh, first of all, who are some part of the panel discussion? So, uh, Chukundi uh, Salisbury is going to be our moderator. Um, we have uh, Moses' son, who is a multidisciplinary artist. He um, helped with the Black Lives Matter sign over on. Uh, in Capitol Hill, Kyle Anderson Park, across the, in the street there, and he's a muralist, um, local muralist. Lisa uh, Sangari, who's a mental health therapist, Dr. James Norris, who's a mental health therapist, and Dr. Jeffrey G Green uh, may be there. He should be there. He's a, a pediatric physician who is not wasn't trained as a mental health provider, but because of, like I said, this the scale of the need for mental health, um, you know, subtle or and subtle may not be the word, 
you know, um, significant and insignificant kind of challenges that our youth and children are dealing with. He had to become trained um, almost as a psychiatrist to be help mitigate that need. So, and he's a he's a military veteran and a very thoughtful and funny person. So, um, it should be an interesting panel. All right, and uh, Dr. Hunter, before I let you go, you know, who do you believe will benefit from this discussion and should be in attendance, uh, and, and what should they expect from this event? So, they should expect. Um, I want folks to come with a lot of questions. I think it's really important for educators if they can avail themselves. You know, as a black parent, I hope other black parents show, showing up. I'm raising two boys and two girls, so I think this is particularly relevant as a parent as well. Um, any age of youth or adult who has who is think who's thinking about that or in because um, we're going to focus up on coming of age. So we're we're going to focus on children and youth. And so um, any child in that range, any young person who is developmentally in a place where they could uh, understand the conversation and maybe participate, but it'll also be great because it's a community gathering. And we're not coming to have a one-sided conversation. We really want to have a dialogue with the community because uh, we have our thoughts and we have our questions and concerns, but there may be things that we are not seeing um, even though we have a pretty broad, uh, broadly trained group of panelists. Right. Dr. Hunter, we're going to ask you to give the time, date, and location of the event. So the time, the time is 11 to 1230 at the Odessa Brown Othello Clinic down in the south end near Rainier Beach um, High School across the street from Safeway at 3939 South Othello Street, Seattle, Washington, 98118. All right. And do people need to register or can they just show up? It would be great if they were because this is part of an ongoing series. Uh, we had our Nargo event uh, a couple of months ago, but we'll be going monthly. And so if they sign up, we can get them on the mailing list. It would be great. But if they don't sign up, just come on down. We're expecting a good turnout um, tomorrow. A lot of people really excited about this. And, you know, um, just like I said, based on what's been happening in the community of late, uh, it's, it's definitely irrelevant and um helpful top topic to discuss all right well thank you for joining us on today's show thank you we really appreciate you all right again the event will take, take place care. this saturday you too the event will take place this saturday january 14th uh from 11 a.m to 12 30 p.m at the odessa brown children's clinic othello location at 30 uh south end location at 39 39 south off fellow street in seattle